0: Thanks so much for listening. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, which is Luna and their baby keepsake castle. I personally just put all of my baby's memorabilia into these little keepsake castle boxes, and they are so adorable functional. And if you really love organization, then you're really going to love this keepsake box. So not only is it a keepsake box, but it also includes a baby book and it has space for Capturing all of the milestones of your baby's early years, and then the keepsake box itself stores all of the memorabilia that you want to keep. So, baby's first socks, and pacifier, and the little hat that they wore when they came home from the hospital. So, this keepsake castle with the baby memory book is more than just an organizational product, it's a gateway to preserving the remarkable journey of new parenthood. So, take a moment to visit. Keepsakecastle.com today and embark on creating a lasting legacy of love and nostalgia. Welcome to the Finding Your Village podcast. My name is Amanda Gorman and I'm your host. This is the very first episode of this podcast, which is a show for parents with young kids from pregnancy to preschool. I'm 33 years old. I live just outside Atlanta, Georgia with my husband, Chris, and our two kids. We have a three-year-old daughter named Grace and a one-year-old son named Cooper. My goal for this show is to make this parenting journey that you're on a little bit easier. I go into more detail about why I started this show in my intro episode. So if you're curious, please go check that out. In today's episode, I'll be talking about how you can make a baby registry without needing to leave your house. So if going to a bunch of stores for hours and hours and selecting products with a registry gun does not sound appealing to you, the show is for you because my goal is to help you easily register for the baby products that meet the safety and cost requirements for your family. So today I'm going to introduce the book called Baby Bargains, which I think is the best baby product book out there. Then I'll talk about my experience registering for my baby products when I was pregnant with my daughter. Then I'll share my favorite baby items and I'll give you my opinion on the things that you could probably skip. Then we'll recap and close it out. All right. So what is Baby Bargains? Baby Bargains is a review book that organizes recommendations by product. So they give a grade to each product that they are reviewing. Then they summarize their recommendations at the end of each section, and they'll let you know what is the good option to buy, what's a better option to buy, and what is the best option in their opinion. And then they'll back it up with their justification. The thing that I love about baby bargains is that they do not accept any add revenue or money of any kind from any manufacturer or distributor of baby products. They make their recommendations based on parent reviews and on recall information. The other thing that I love about this book and why I trust this brand is because they update this book every two years approximately. So right now they're on the 13th edition. When I bought the book in 2016, I bought the 11th version. So just in the last four years, they've had two new releases of the book. What else is cool about this book and this brand is that they have a supplemental website to go along with it. So if you go to babybargains.com, you can look up any products that might not be captured in the book because maybe it came out after the last release, but they want to capture the product, review it and give their recommendation before the next edition of their book comes out. So the website is very, very helpful. And you do not have to pay any money to go to that website. In fact, if you don't want to buy the book at all, you could just go to babybargains.com and look up all of this information for free. I Like the book because A, I want to support what they're doing. And B, I just find the book to be a little bit more user friendly than going to the website and having to click open new tabs for everything. I can use bookmarks and highlighters. And that's how I made my baby registry when I registered back in 2016. So let me give you an example just to make sure that I'm explaining this well. Let's say that you know that you want to register for a baby monitor. That's definitely something on your list, but you're not sure which one what type, what features you want. In the baby bargains book, they have a section dedicated just to monitors. They will go through every single product that is out there that is a baby monitor today. It's you know infant optics to just a webcam. That's not even a specific baby monitor per se, um, but it will get the job done. So they will list out every single one at the end of the description of the product and the manufacturer information. They'll give it a grade from F to A, and they'll give their reasoning why. At the end of that section, then they'll say, okay, out of all 17 baby monitors that we've listed, here's our top three. Here's a good baby monitor. This is why this is the price. Here's a good, here's a better baby monitor. Here's why here's the price. And here's the best baby monitor. And the reason why they give these three options is because not everybody can afford the best option. And also You might not want all the features that come with the best option out there. So I really like their thoroughness, but I also like their cheat sheet. I call their good, better, best section, my cheat sheet. And it was really helpful when I was doing my registry because for the things that I didn't particularly care too much about, but I knew I needed like a baby swing. I wasn't super invested or interested in what baby swing I had. So I just turned immediately to the back of the section on baby swings. And I just chose one, whatever fit my price point feature sounded great. I slapped it on my amazon.com registry and was done. It was super easy. And that's really how I completed 90% of my baby registry in one weekend sitting on my couch. I just had my laptop in my lap, the baby bargains book next to me. And I just went section by section. I had Netflix on in the background. My husband was away for the weekend on a boy's trip. It was great. I completed 90% of my registry. And the only items that I did not select that weekend were the baby stroller and car seat. I really wanted to go into a store to physically feel these items, see how the harnesses worked, see how to collapse a stroller. And I'm really glad that I did, honestly, because when I went into Bye Bye Baby to look at car seats, I thought that I was going to select this Britax Elite model of their car seat. That was the best recommendation in baby bargains. The second best was just the standard bride tax, be safe, 35, whatever it was called. And I thought I was going to want the elite one because, you know, my baby is elite. <laughs> they need to have the elite car seat. Um, no, it really was the the best option that they laid out there. Well, when I picked up the car seat, in the store, it was at least five pounds heavier than the standard Britax Be Safe model. And I thought, heck no, this baby's going to come out, they're going to be at least seven pounds right off the bat. So I don't need, you know, an extra five pounds to add on to that. And so I'm really glad that I felt the weight of the car seat. And I have been very, very happy with the infant car seat that I selected. Same thing with the stroller. I thought I was going to select the Bob jogging stroller, which was very, very popular, but I tried to collapse it and the dang thing nearly took my finger off. So after trying just one time and saying, uh, uh-uh, I need this to be easy peasy. I selected a different stroller. So I'll alter my recommendation slightly or my, uh, Title of the podcast slightly to you can complete 90% of your baby registry by sitting on your couch. The other 10%, I would recommend going into a physical store and feeling things, trying them out just to make sure that uh, it's going to work well for you. All right. So I wanted to share a couple of my favorite baby product items with you. So the first thing right off the bat is the Baby Bargains book itself. The second item I would recommend is another book. And it's called The Happiest Baby on the Block. It's by Dr. Harvey Karp. This is available in book as well as there is a DVD. So the DVD might be an easier, shorter way to understand what he's teaching. And the reason why I recommend this as a great baby product that everybody should have is because in this book or this DVD, this doctor, this pediatrician explains what he calls the fourth trimester. So babies take three trimesters to gestate in the womb, and then they're born. Well, his argument is that they're not quite um, ready for the outside world yet. And so this is why babies get colic. Uh, This is why babies, you know, just want to be held all the time because they're used to being in the womb. And so he has recommendations on how to make a baby feel more comfortable and how to kind of gently transition them from just having been born to the real world. And so his recommendations have to do with something he calls the five S's, which are swaddling, side or stomach position, shushing, swinging, and sucking. Those are all the things that help to soothe a newborn baby. The reason why I recommend that is because it goes along with a lot of my other baby product recommendations, one of which is this thing called a Swaddle Me Sleep Sack. So this is a way that you can easily swaddle your baby. It is kind of a contraption that a little bit looks like a blanket that has been cut into more of a T shape. And then it has Velcro so that you can stick your baby in it and Velcro them in to a swaddle so that they cannot Houdini themselves out. I have a short story to go along with it that I'd like to share with you. Uh, and this is how I fell in love with this baby product. So I had my daughter stay at the hospital the first night before we get discharged. The nurse kind of Scared me. Um, She noticed that Grace was in a swaddle, which is good, and she recommended it. But she said that the swaddle was a little bit loose, and she said to kind of watch that, especially when you put them to bed at night, because they can get out of it, their hand can get loose, and it could grab the blanket and move the blanket over their face and impair their breathing. So this scared the crap out of me. When I took my daughter home that night, I refused to swaddle her for fear that I would cause her to not breathe by my crappy swaddling. So that night that we first brought her home, we didn't sleep. We slept, my husband and I slept in 45 minute increments. I would take a turn for 45 minutes with her and he would sleep and then we'd switch. And it was awful. So the next day I got online on a, on a new mom support group. And I said, help me. We didn't sleep last night. Well, what the heck do I do? And, and I said, do you swaddle your baby? What do you do? One of the moms got on there and she said, get this thing called a swaddle me. And it was very funny because I actually already had this product in my daughter's dresser. Someone had given it to me as a hand-me-down, but I had no idea what it was. So the next morning when I got this recommendation and I saw her link to, to the swaddle me blanket, I was like, oh my goodness, I already have this. I feel like Dorothy at the end of the Wizard of Oz, where I had the ruby red slippers on and the the answer home the whole way. I had this product sitting in the dresser all night long, didn't know what it was or the value of it. So from that night on, I put Grace in this Swaddle Me sleep sack. She slept great. I slept great, you know, as well as you can sleep for newborn sleep, but we weren't up every 45 minutes. It was excellent. And so Every time that I get invited to a baby shower, I buy one item off of that woman's baby registry and I buy a swaddle me and I give it to her. Favorite, hands down, favorite baby product. All right. My next favorite baby product is a sleep sack for when the baby gets older. So this is different than the swaddle me Uh, when a baby is too old to be swaddled, which is around three months or whenever they start rolling over. um, I like to put them in a regular sleep sack, which is basically a sleeping bag that has cutouts for a head and arm. And the purpose of it is that when the baby is too old to be swaddled, they still need to be covered up with something. Um, in addition to their jammies so you put on a wearable blanket so that the um, so that you're following safe sleep practices and you're not covering up your baby with the blanket that you know they could kind of get uh, caught up in my next favorite item on my list is a sound machine so the sound machine also comes from the happiest baby on the block recommendation and that is the shushing sound so In the womb, babies are used to hearing kind of like a a vacuum cleaner type of sound all the time where it just sounds like a bunch of mumbles and whooshes because they hear mom's blood flowing and heart pumping. So um, if a newborn is upset, you're supposed to swaddle them and shush them. So if you have a sound machine going on while your baby is sleeping, it's supposed to help soothe them and make them feel like they're back in the womb. Also... I still use a sound machine today for myself, for all of my kids, because if there's any loud noises outside a room, then the sleep, the the sound machine helps to kind of muffle that noise. The next item that I highly recommend is pajamas that zip. There are adorable newborn jammies out there that have clasps on them to button them up. I think that they are annoying. They take a while. And honestly, your kids are going to live in these jammies. Don't even buy a whole bunch of cute baby clothes because they're just going to live in these jammies. And the ones that zip are super easy to unzip, zip back up when you're doing a diaper change. Okay. My last favorite baby item is a baby carrier. And the two that are my top favorites are the Ergo Baby 360 Carrier and the Moby wrap carrier. The reason why I like two different ones is because the Ergo Baby 360 is very versatile and it grows with your children. So you can put a little tiny infant in there as long as you have the infant insert to go along with it. Uh, You can carry a tiny little infant, you know, uh, wearing them on your front facing you. Then as they get older, they can face outwards, they can see the world and, you know, not be fussy when you're taking them on a walk. Then, when they get even older, they can go on your back. Uh, so, it's just very versatile, and I, I really enjoy that. I like the Moby wrap, though, for newborns. And the Moby wrap is a baby carrier that's not a structured carrier like the ergo, but it's really just a giant piece of fabric that you learn how to safely tie onto yourself that you can slip your baby in and you can wear them. They then feel safe and secure because they're right on your chest and right next to you, can hear your heartbeat. Um, so I would use this all the time when I would drop off Grace at preschool when Cooper was a newborn because I could put on the wrap before I got in my car. And then when I got out of the car, all I'd have to do is just slip him out of the car seat into the wrap. And then I could get her out of the car and have my hands free when I took her into school. So I did like having these wraps for those different reasons, but that's just me. All right. So now what are the things that you can skip? Number one is the quintessential skippable item, the the baby wipes warmer. I am not going to be the only person you hear this from. This product is supposed to help warm up your baby's wipes so that they're not freezing cold when you wipe them. I never bought one. I never saw the reason or value for buying it. So I skipped it. Another item that I did buy that is totally worthless is something called a PPTP. So if you have a son, um, you are more likely to get sprayed with urine when you're changing their diaper. So the idea of a PPTP is it's this cone-shaped little piece of fabric that you can stick on top of their penis so that it helps you to not get sprayed. I tried it. My son was just too wiggly. He moved around too much. It did was completely useless. It did nothing. Uh, another thing that you can skip is crib bedding because that is dangerous. So when you go into a baby store, you see these beautiful cribs with pillows and comforters and bumpers and adorable things in it but none of those things follow safe sleep recommendations and practices you're not supposed to have anything in the crib except for a fitted crib sheet that's it so you can skip that um i also would recommend skipping a lot of clothes i already mentioned this when i talked about the jammies that zip but <clears throat> whenever my kids got to kind of that next growth stage I would always have these clothes in the drawer that I never put on them because they just didn't make a whole lot of sense because they always wore jammies that zipped. (laughs) And, um, there was just always things that I'm like, man, now they're too big and they never actually wore it. So the, the less clothes, the better, in my opinion. Uh, another thing that you can skip is something called a rock and play. This is a product by Fisher price, and it was recalled a few years ago. It's a very popular item that you can stick your baby in. Uh, a lot of people would use it to let their baby sleep in because it kind of hugs the baby. It's, it's angled at, at almost a 45 degree angle. Um, but it was recalled because it. It actually was involved in a lot of infant deaths because of the angle that it puts a baby at. The baby can slump down. They can, their heavy head that they don't have a lot of neck control over can slump down and impede their airway. And it has contributed to the death of many infants. And so it has been recalled. Whenever a product is recalled, I always honor that. Grace did actually use the rock and play when she was a baby. Thankfully, I was never away from her whenever she was in it. Um, But as soon as that recall came out, I sent it back and followed the the Fisher Price instructions. So um, that's just kind of a a PSA that I have to put out there about that product. Um, And then my last item that I would say you can skip is baby containers in general. So a container is anything that you stick your baby in so that you don't have to be holding them. They are convenient when you need to take a shower um, or when you need to sleep. So, an example of a baby container would be a crib. A crib is necessary, it's safe. You definitely need to have one. But a rock and play is an example of a baby container that you should skip. Um, But a baby swing is another example. I did have a baby swing, but I would try to use it very judiciously because babies really should not be in these containers for long periods of time because. And when they're in the container, they are not using their muscles like they would if they were just, you know, laying on the floor doing tummy time, for example. So they're missing an opportunity to strengthen their muscles and and use their little bodies. Uh, Plus, babies need to be held. There's kind of a a quota of how many hours a day a newborn needs to be held and touched. So if you put your baby in a container, not only are you robbing them of the opportunity to use their muscles and get stronger, but also... um, you know, that's an opportunity that you could be holding your baby. I did use baby containers like a baby swing, but I did try to use it for a very limited amount of time. Um, like if I were using the restroom or taking a shower and then the rest of the time I really tried to hold them or let them do tummy time. All right. So just to recap, With my slightly adjusted message, with the baby bargains book, you can register for 90% of all the baby items that you will need. I do recommend going to a store to physically touch and feel some of your bigger baby items like the crib, stroller, and car seat. Uh, There's also a few items that I mentioned that I would highly recommend. I will link to all of the items that I mentioned in my show notes, but here's a quick recap of my favorite baby products. Uh, The Baby Bargains Book, The Happiest Baby on the Block Book by Dr. Harvey Karp, a Swaddle Me Sleep Sack, a sleep sack for when the baby is older and can no longer be swaddled, a sound machine. My favorite sound machine, by the way, is the Dome sound machine, but there are lots and lots of sound machines out there. And I really recommend whichever one you prefer. I also recommend pajamas for newborns that zip up and baby carriers, the Ergo Baby 360 and the Moby Wrap. Things that you could skip, wipe warmers, PPTPs, crib bedding, extra baby clothes, uh, a rock and play, which was recalled and more than one baby container uh, other than their their crib or their their car seat all right well that is all i have for you today thank you so much for listening to this episode this has been my very first episode so i do have one request from you please let me know what you think please leave me a review in itunes or wherever you listen to this podcast Um, i would really appreciate your feedback if there's anything that you have a question about or that you disagree with, or that you really appreciated, please let me know. I would love to hear from you. And if you did like what you heard today and would like to hear more, please subscribe. So subscribe anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And thank you again so much for listening today and have a great rest of your day.